about the future, how are you spending your time? What problems do you want to solve? What career paths exist and how will you get there? Get the inside scoop on college and career options. Let's plan your future. This is College and Career Corner. Welcome to this week's installment of College and Career Corner. I'm your host, Andre Anderson, Program Coordinator for Next Generation Scholars. So today I want to really dive into job skills. But first, I would be remiss if I didn't mention what's happening in our country right now. So we are all kind of on our our toes waiting to hear the results of the presidential election. And I'm particularly interested because I think it will really influence the job landscape. You know, it's going to it's going to have an impact on future job opportunities for our our students and for for our county. So I think it's something that's incredibly relevant and something that we need to keep our finger on the pulse. Something that I I like to share when I work with students is that they might have careers that don't even exist yet. There are going to be jobs that we don't even we can't even fathom at this point. And I think a lot of what happens in in the country in this election might might influence some of those potential career opportunities. So I think one way to really work with students and help them develop is to focus on building skills that could potentially be relevant to any different job or career opportunities. So with Maryland Business Roundtable programming, we get to interact with so many business leaders and companies and Each year, we actually take a group of 10th grade students to visit local Kent County businesses just so they can understand what career opportunities exist, what different job titles are. That's always such a big revelation for so many of them. They're like, that's a job. (laughs) Somebody comes in and gets paid to do this every single day. So and, and getting to for them to get to hear the different journeys that people have taken to get to their current position And the thing that overwhelmingly people will talk about, these professionals at at local businesses will talk about, are the skills that they built on their journey and how those skills translated to all of the different positions that they've they've ever held. So we really want to make sure one of our jobs is to help students be prepared for all of those future opportunities. And, And one way that we like to do that is with highlighting job skills. So we really kind of work with all of the different businesses in the state of Maryland that are our partners and also locally businesses. And we ask them, what is it that you're looking for? When you're reviewing an applicant, what's going to make you say, yes, I need to talk to this person or no, I'm not even going to look at this person. And we've kind of developed a list of 10 that seem to bubble to the top for regardless of what industry you're looking at, regardless of what hard skills you need, and we'll talk about the difference between hard and soft skills, but really this overwhelming list of 10. And in this past year alone, some of these have evolved or changed just because the the nature of work has changed. Nobody saw 2020 coming. Nobody saw this coming. And being able to to adapt, which is one of them, is something that I think sets you apart in that hiring process. So I'm thinking especially of our seniors and what they're they're looking forward to, you know, they're they're getting through their senior year maybe not I don't want to be negative, but maybe missing some of those milestones that they've so been looking forward to, but one reality is that 
you know, if they're graduating and they're going off into the workforce. So what what are we doing to prepare them for that uncertainty? What are we doing to to make them aware of what could happen the day after graduation? <laughs> Where are they going? What's happening next? So we have this list of 10 different soft skills. Now, one thing that we do with our programming with juniors is kind of talk about the difference between hard skills and soft skills. Now, hard skill is something that you're probably going to get a certificate of completion for. You might get a degree. You might get a piece of paper that says you put in the hours, you learned this, you did research, maybe you wrote a paper, maybe you did a presentation, maybe you just sat through the required hours of instruction to get that certificate. And soft skills are all of the things that you you might not get a certificate for. Maybe you should, like gold star. You have a good work ethic. (laughs) That should be a thing. Let's make that a thing. But soft skills are things that can translate to any kinds of industry. They're things that you can develop personally to make yourself a better professional and honestly just a better overall person to work with. So I love this first one. Complex problem solving. That's something that a lot of businesses said, we want somebody who can solve problems and not just find the answers, but are interested in learning about the process of problem solving and not giving up. Uh, Chris and I were just talking about this, (laughs) that uh, sometimes right now, some of our youth are just too quick to give up. I mean, are you seeing that with your students? You know, I see it uh, with my students. I see it with with sports, athletics, um, just academics in general. They just kind of look at a problem. They get overwhelmed. Mm -hmm. And it's like, I don't know how to break this down into sort of a smaller, you know, palatable modules of, of, you know, a complex problem, and and uh, I learned it as troubleshooting. Yeah, yeah troubleshooting skills was was something that you didn't not, sort of naturally have. You just you had to be taught how to break things down, mm-hmm. and and look at look at them piece by piece, and uh, and not get overwhelmed by the the whole you know the some of the parts kind of a thing. And uh, it it seems like a lot of students don't quite have that ability, and I'm not sure if it's a attention span or if it's <laughs> you know if it's uh it, it, just the fact that uh, maybe from a society standpoint we don't have the need for that breakdown to the component level it's it, what we call it in electronics the com- component level meaning the individual parts that make something work mm-hmm. and uh i just there's a huge disconnect i see yeah you know that that students just don't seem to get that that concept that uh and and i think that's what employers are looking for the ability to do that so it's kind of ironic that i'm not saying every student has that issue but there's a there's a vast number of students that just don't have that ability to kind of look at something from a broad stroke and say now i'm going to break this down and look at the individual pieces and this between this piece and this piece of the process or whatever it's broken Mm -hmm. so let's focus on that piece and not just the whole thing it just doesn't work yeah. You know, it just, I mean, you know, they look at it and, you know, it, 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 it could be something as simple in, 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 in the studio here as uh, I turn my mic on, but I don't get any recording on the, on the computer screen. Mm. It's broken. You, you have to troubleshoot it. <laughs> right. And instead of trying to troubleshoot it, they come get me. Yeah. <laughs> Singleton, can you fix this, please? You know, and it's like, I want you to learn how to fix it. Yeah. So we spend a lot of time with that kind of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. 
And that's something I think will set you apart in that hiring process and it being able to identify here was a problem that came up and here are the steps that I took to get there. And it's okay if initially that first step is like, oh, I don't know what to do. (laughs) But being able to kind of step back and take a deep breath and and be interested in solving Mm -hmm. and finding the answer, I think, is something that is setting people apart right now, because right now the most a lot of workplaces you're working from home you can't go down the hall and ask you know a colleague I mean you can call them of course but time is just different when you're working from home so you might not have somebody right next to you to help you solve that problem so how how can you dig deep into yourself and and try to troubleshoot I love that technology may also kind of prohibit you from being able to reach that resource yeah and that's where you really have to be you know kind of self-reliant mm-hmm. on on trying to fix the problem and it might not be a technology oriented problem it might be a a people problem or a communication issue or or you know something that is doesn't require technology to fix yeah but just a quick conversation you know like what's the what's the right thing to do what's the best thing to do here or whatever depending on the job in and, and you know i know in sales for instance there's a lot of those scenarios of uh you know if you say one thing you know a little bit wrong you know or, or or if it's misunderstood it can just blow the whole deal apart you know that kind of thing and uh and, and a little bit of uh advice from somebody that might have had that experience can go a long way and uh i i just i hope that maybe the changing landscape will kind of create those opportunities for students to say hey i can I can kind of be more marketable if I learn some of these soft skills and and troubleshooting skills and that kind of thing. And uh, maybe, maybe now it's a turning point for for that Um, as opposed to being, I hate to use the term, but spoon fed, you know, (laughs) spoon fed uh, everything that they do all, all throughout. Then it's like, well, why bother trying to find the answer? Because somebody has it here i have it right in the palm of my hand i google it you know mm-hmm. and and there's the answer but you know you may find that there's a situation that you can't google yeah. you know it has never occurred before mm-hmm. in the changing landscape as you as you talked about so. yeah so i would almost label this first one complex problem solving as like willingness to solve a problem mm-hmm. yep. <laughs> willingness and related to that um another one is decision making so companies are more likely to hire somebody who can prove that they have been able to make a decision in a tough situation or even in a daily situation. They don't want to go back and forth with somebody and spend a whole lot of time negotiating. They just want you to look at it, look at the problem, look at everything that's happening around it and make a decision. So that's something that companies are saying that sets you apart in the hiring process right now. Um, Another one, and this is huge, and I think especially because we're not working all together in the same place is being able to provide customer service or being more service oriented. Like how do you communicate with others? Are you are you using are you showing empathy? Are you are you listening? Like what what skills are you bringing to the table that are related to providing customer service? Even if the position isn't necessarily called customer service, I do customer service in my job. You do customer service in your job, Chris. Yeah. I mean, that's something you know, even even the basic idea of of uh, common courtesy manners and you know yeah. things like that, those are soft skills that unfortunately are are kind of not practiced that yeah. that often with with uh, young students today. And they, and they basically it, it's just a matter of 
I guess being in the in those social situations to practice it. Mm-hmm. We have to we have to simulate a lot of that before my students go on the air, so that they can like if they're going to do an interview, we do a lot of like you know, role playing interviews and things like that because they're awkward. Yeah. You know, it's just very awkward with socially awkward. So um, I think um, that's one great thing about CTE is that there is a lot of hands-on application and, and you know, there's a um, role play in just about every, you know, scenario of all of the CTE programs. Um, as a mechanic, you know, in the auto program, for instance, you have to know how to explain what you repaired. Right to either your supervisor or maybe directly to the customer. So one of the soft skills that Mr. Nelson will teach is how to do that. Mm -hmm. And that's sometimes a challenge, you know, and, and so, you know, and, and obviously everything we do is about communication. So it's, I've had some challenges there, you know, (laughs) trying to, to uh, figure that out. But I will tell you, Every time they come into the program, there's always improvement. You that's know, awesome. That, yeah, so, I mean, that's across the board. There's always improvement. Are they always getting up to, you know, industry standard? Maybe not. Mm-hmm. But there's at least improvement because we're practicing it. Yeah. And that's what it's going to take is just lots practice. of practice. Yep. Yeah. And I think, and I think I mentioned this, but you bring up a good point with saying mechanic. These mm-hmm. skills are translatable to any industry. It yep. doesn't matter if you are working directly with people. It doesn't matter what level of degree that you have. These are true of all all different levels of, of positions, all of these different yep. um, soft skills that we're, we're talking about. So another one and kind of related to service or communication is collaboration. How do you work with a team? Are you inclusive? Do you remember to... Notif- you know, look at everybody's strengths and weaknesses and not make people feel badly about themselves in, in the workplace. I think right now, especially, it's hard because, again, you're not maybe in a space with every single team member, but are you being inclusive of everybody? And that's a, that's a hard one right now. But I see opportunities. I see a lot of student athletes being really good at this one because you got to look out for every single every single player on that field doesn't matter skill level what you're bringing to the table right. so that's a that's a big one another one and we were we were kind of just talking about this one before we came on air is um, time management and and overall work ethic and <laughs> that has again I feel like I keep saying this that has changed I mean if you are not working in an office are you able to manage your time are you able to piece out your day and say, okay, I'm going to spend 20% of my day on this, 20% on that. How are you at moving from from task to task? And do you need a lot of hand-holding or are you capable of getting an assignment and doing what you need to do to get it accomplished? A lot, a lot of the um, time management skills have been built around environmental awareness. Mm-hmm. Um, when, when students come to school, then they most of the time they they get into this mindset that it's time to you know focus on academics it's time to do whatever you know cte class they're in do whatever the application is or whatever and as long as you keep them off your off of their phones (laughs) then we can minimize distraction right but in their mind it's because they look around their environment and they go okay i'm in that mindset now we have to kind of detach them now from being in the environment to being in the in the zone of you know it's time you know the time management piece it's time to do my english paper no matter where i am yep or who's around 
I make it a priority, and that's what's that's what needs to happen in the, in today's landscape. Um, we see it every day in the in the remote learning environment. You know, where if um, if they're at home and there's distractions at home, they're too easily distracted. You know, from coming to class, so to speak. Okay, you know, coming to the to the uh, conference meetings we call them, and basically, if they can overcome that, by the time they become an employee. It doesn't matter what the environment is, whether they have to work at home or, you know, on the road or, or in an office, they can put their, you know, the, kind of focus their energy on the task at hand, not so much environmentally driven. And I think that's that's the big separation right now Yeah, is that they can't seem to, on a, on a daily basis, put themselves in, in, a, in a mindset that they're ready to, it, it's, yeah, it's more of watching the clock instead of looking at your surroundings right you know it's time for this to be completed and i don't care what's going on around me i'm going to focus on that and that's the biggest challenge right there yeah and and it's going to be very necessary because a lot of adults haven't mastered that either (laughs) nope (laughs) okay and unless you've done remote uh you know work from home before or you know did some kind of a uh, telecommuting you know kind of job in the past a lot of adults are kind of going through this whole adjustment of, hey, I'm not sitting at my desk in my office now. I feel out of place. Right. And so how do we teach that to the students? I guess time will tell, but, you know, it's, it's uh, I think, just a kind of an awareness of we need to let them know that you can't be environmentally bound, you know, to the time and place thing certainly applies but as far as the task that needs to be done should be you know kind of uh separated out from the environment that they're in right because otherwise they'll they'll be like out of their comfort zone constantly yes <laughs> and yeah. that's and that's what they're going through right now and what do you do when you're yeah. a little bit uncomfortable I'm, I'm not in school so i i i don't do school stuff no that's no longer <laughs> you know the mindset and uh you know even when they were in school, sometimes it was a challenge. But, right. you know, now it's a really big issue. So, and, and that translates definitely over to what kind of employee they potentially would be. Right. Um, because that landscape has changed too. So, And that kind of leads to the next two, which are creativity and adaptability, which right now I think are <laughs> kind of related. I mean, you want to you have a creative approach or you know, not just kind of do business as usual, because right now it's business as unusual. Anything goes. I mean, just even thinking about my own weekly team meetings, we're coming to the table with, well, I tried this thing and we've never tried it before, but here's what I think, or here's what I did. And we're kind of building the plane as we're flying it, as we like to say. And that that's a huge, huge thing for Hire, being hireable and, and something that companies are, are going to look for and, and what do you do when everything isn't perfect how do you how do you adapt you know if I say to you okay now we're working from home do you can you do it how how are you how are you with that whole that whole process so creativity and adaptability are, are huge for the future hiring landscape and I and, think as, as as employers there should also be a little latitude in in the adjustment phases of that as well right and because I, I know as as ma- trying to manage the radio station with the students, the level of expectation still has to be high that, you know, in, in terms of they have to sound professional, but how they get there is very different now than than when they were here every day. 
so we kind of have to be a little more patient yes and and that's so it's a two-way street yes but you still you don't lower the level of expectation you don't lower the bar so to speak you keep the bar raised you just figure out different ways to get there um and and have a lot more patience and understanding through that process and that's i think a lot of employers are still kind of you know going through that i'm not quite sure how to do that because i've always done it this way for the past 20 years or 30 years right. or, you know whatever it is so um that's that's really you know and and i think they're more understanding and patience and everything more students will figure out their way you know to get to that to that level but you know when they walk out of a uh, very kind of loose environment into a strict you know here's our standards if if you don't make it you're out you know kind of a thing they're they're gonna be um in in pretty uh you know troubled water at that point because they're they're gonna have to um it, it's a two-way street they're gonna have to meet in the middle the, the employer and the new employees right. the students are gonna have to meet in the middle and figure out a way so that uh they're not feeling like um um you know the, the the standards are too high and i just give up right you know <laughs> or or the employers are like you're so far removed from my standard I, I can't even give you a chance you know it's that all has to change yeah you know in both directions and yeah. i think we're seeing that with with companies who are kind of changing how they do business mm-hmm. they're the ones that are gonna thrive and survive right. and, and be able to continue to grow and even looking at you know flexible work situations right. flexible timing and for students that are looking for a job, that's gold. Yeah. <laughs> Being able to identify the hours that you would like to work. I mean, I'm I'm really this whole, you know, nobody saw this year coming and it, it's a crazy landscape, but I'm hopeful for the worker that there are going to be some, some changes that, you know, parents are going to be able to have a little bit extra time during the day at home. They are, they can maybe name their hours. It's not going to be true across the board of every industry. You know, right. there are still deadlines and things to hit but maybe more and more companies are looking at those flexible work situations um so that's that's something i'm hopeful for but the last two are kind of multi-faceted one that i think has always ever since i've even been looking at, at jobs and and what companies are looking for is critical thinking just being able to look at you know, fact from fiction, challenge your own bias and develop a new way of understanding, you know, are you, and I think that goes along with problem solving too. Like, are you, do you just give up? Are you able to look at a situation all the way around and not just from your viewpoint in lens? That's a really, really big one. And the last one, and I think this is key to being successful in, in being hireable is your emotional intelligence. Are you, able to are you self-aware are you can you self-manage can you balance work and play are you easily distracted are you empathetic can you read other people and and figure out the best way to work with them and i think it's challenging right now to have a high level of emotional intelligence via zoom you know our conferences but if you can work through that and figure out how to maintain a higher or you know good level of emotional intelligence you're more likely to not only get hired but to keep your your position and, and keep progressing in, in those companies. And an underlying um, component of that is secure insecurity. Yeah. And and the more insecure students are um, going into a new situation, it makes it harder and harder for them to be you know 
to persevere and to keep trying and am I doing a good job I'm not sure you know because I'm not getting a lot of you know attaboys or whatever you know that's that's all about being insecure and having the ability to self-evaluate your performance Mm -hmm. is something that I think would really be beneficial if, if they could figure out how to how to ask themselves instead of waiting for somebody to say hey you're doing a great job to say hey i did this i accomplished that i accomplished this i feel like i'm doing a great job and if i don't hear that i'm doing something wrong or whatever i'm going to keep going right you know and and it almost seems like it's the opposite yeah you know with with the way they think now so um and employers look for that kind of secure you know um self-motivated you know individuals and that's and that's why i mean even hearing you know the fast food restaurants and and you know the all all of the traditional part-time team you know jobs that are out there um some some can make it but some because of all these things we've talked about even those are a challenge right you get you talking about getting them into a career it's like you know where there's a lot more competition and you know all of that it's even a bigger challenge so i don't know how exactly the the solution to fix all of this we've identified it um but i think that it's going to take a lot of understanding you know all the way around that's that's the key and uh sometimes it's hard to be understanding when you've got deadlines right you know as a boss yeah so it's we get that all of that is is in play here but it, it's a it's a new world it is and, and it's, yeah. <laughs> it's you know i mean who knows what tomorrow is going to bring you know in, yeah. in terms of the landscape landscape changes so and with that in mind that's kind of one of mbrt's plans is to to help students understand these skills understand the changing landscape understand how to present themselves you know how yeah. how to build that confidence things like you know, cleaning up your online presence. I know that's not something students are thinking about, but I can tell you having worked in higher ed, college admissions counselors are looking at your social media. They want to know what kind of person you are. You bet employers are going to be doing that too. They already have been. I got <laughs> yeah. news for you. Yes. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, yeah. making sure that you're you're putting yourself out yeah. there in the way that you would like to be perceived. Mm-hmm. You know, making sure that you are being courteous when you're reaching out to companies and you're applying and then, you know, following up with a thank you. I cannot I was on so many hiring committees working in higher ed and some of these were entry-level positions and some had experience and I could tell the people that didn't respond after you had spent an entire day showing them around campus interviewing them for the position some of them didn't reply with a thank you and do you think we hired them no <laughs> you know we're, we're looking for somebody who who can say thank you so just being if the if the smallest thing that you remember is to you know, clean up your online presence to say thank you to to say you know what you mean and, and communicate. Those three things are going to set you apart from any candidate that's that's working toward that position, regardless of the level of experience. And I think level of experience is important for so many jobs. But if you have a similar level of experience or just under, but you have the ability to show, hey, this is the time that I was confident. Hey, this is the time I made a decision this is the time that I solved a problem that's going to edge you higher than somebody who maybe has fewer skills or more skills than you, more hard skills. Um, I've 
I've been in positions. I've gotten jobs that I, <laughs> I should not have gotten. I had no business. I did not have that level of, of degree or education. But because I showed, hey, when something goes wrong, I, I know how to fix it or I, I can figure out how to fix it. Right. And I think that's going to set you apart. So that's part of our curriculum. And we're going to be working with um, juniors at Kent County High School to talk about some of these soft skills, how to set yourself apart, how to present yourself, you know, coming up with a few words about yourself, like, hey, I'm a problem solver. Hey, I'm good at time management. Um, hey, I, I can communicate well. So those are the things. And, and we're, we're really going to focus on that during our career and trades week, which will come later this month, the last week of November into the first week of December. We're going to be working with juniors. We're going to be doing some different workshops on, on how to present yourself, how to build that resume, what's important to put put on all those documents that you're going to be sending for college or for, for careers. So that will be coming December 30th or excuse me, November 30th. I'm, I'm already ahead. I'm ready for the end of 2020, (laughs) November 30th through December 4th. And we're going to have some opportunities for students to engage with, with local business leaders and, and talk about what they're looking for, what they're seeing in the, the job landscape and what kind of skills. And I, I'm going to tell you, they're going to say exactly what we were talking about this yeah, <laughs> for this right, entire show. Right. <laughs> These are the kinds of things that they're they're looking for, and you know we're we're committed at MBRT to sharing and teaching all of these things to students, and it's something I think is really needed. It's always been needed, but especially now with the changing work work landscape, I think it's something we're really dedicated to to doing and making sure that students are ready for hire and ready to present themselves and and get their foot in the door for the start of their careers yeah and uh I, you mentioned the uh, first week of december i think that's also cte week yes yes, yes. so cool. highlighting i mean and yeah. oh my gosh i i remember we did not have this in my high school i remember when i first learned about the cte programs here and i was like seriously in high school you get to do this <laughs> i mean i was sitting here in the radio station like i could have done this in high school that would have been so awesome i mean you're building skills with all of these programs and it's something mm-hmm. that i'm i really love and i really push students to to consider taking one of these and and just to throw it out there Kent County High School has one of the top CTE programs for getting students to to completion so that's right <laughs> we're we're number one we're, we're going to keep waving that flag so and if I can throw a plug in we're the only one with a broadcasting program yes <laughs> you absolutely can and my gosh broadcasting you're building all of these skills your oh, yeah. decision quick decision making problem solving creativity communication I mean we're, we're checking all these boxes with just this one program so yeah, yeah. imagine with all of the other ones all nine programs so we're excited to to highlight those CTE programs highlight the job skills highlight careers the last week of November into the first week of December awesome. but yeah until then thank you guys so much for for tuning in for this week's college and career corner and we'll be back next week with another installment I'm your host, Andre Anderson, and thanks for listening. Ninety-one five WKHS Wharton.